Hello, welcome back to another episode of Cut Wood for Business. We're going through the month of July 1899. Find out what's going on with uh, our friend Albert here. Guys, don't I just sound damn sexy? You gotta admit, I got a new microphone. And guess what? It sounds real freaking good. I am all about this. Um, I know I've been saying I've been trying to make this sound better for a long time now, but guess what? I actually have. Um, before we get going here, a little bit of little bit of housekeeping. Facebook page, go like it, go make a comment, send me a message, say what's up. I want to talk to you guys. I've gotten a few messages from folks, and uh, I'm really down to just you know talk about it. Please, iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play, whatever platform you happen to be listening on, please drop me a review, rate the show, like it, and subscribe if you can. I apologize. Uh, Clearing my throat here. Yeah, please please go like it if you can. It really... uh, helps out the show and uh it's it's uh it's cool to read that stuff Let's see i don't think i got anything else here uh thanks for being patient thank you thank you thank you for being patient um and we're gonna get back to it because i care about y'all and i like to do this all right this episode, Cass buys some sausage. Albert saws wood and does various things. And Cap and Chet work on the railroad. Shit. Alright, top of the page. I'm not used to working with a real mic here. Got to readjust. And there we are. Feeling sexy sounded sexy. July 1899. Saturday, July 1st. Cap and Cass worked hanging on Intervale for Porter, and Chet worked for Porter plowing near Hardy. I picked peas for the lighthouse, hoed vines, and raked hay. Saw a deer about noon. Sunday, July 2nd, 1899. Saw a deer in Barstow's pasture in PM. Went fishing with Cass and Casey. Pears and biscuits and pancakes that we could eat. Monday the 3rd. Showers and a hot day. Chet worked all day, harrowing for Triff Cross. Cap cultivated corn AM and helped Chet PM. 
Cass worked hoeing all day for Porter. I Paris greened potatoes a.m. and cleaned up hay scatterings and hoed a little p.m. Girls and I got hay in. Cap and girls came from Lighthouse after we had been to breakfast. Tuesday the 4th. The 4th of July. Um, nothing really happens. A hot day. Cap and I ground mowing machine knives. Chet went to city on wheel in morning and got here at 4 p.m. Cap and girls came, went to Lighthouse. Cass went somewhere and got around noon at 3.30 p.m. Evening, Cass went to city in wheel. Chet and I went to city with Ned and had a fun time. I went fishing in morning and got four pike, Dickinson, zero, and Jim, and Jim Summers, one. Wednesday, July 5th, Chet mode, the flat, we got the hay in in p.m. I picked peas for dinner and gave a few to Mrs. Barstow, wrote to Wheeler. Thursday the 6th, Mr. Henry Smith of Milton was here to dinner, and he and Cap and I went out to Johnson's Point fishing, just in time to get wet. He was very sociable, and I liked him first rate. He traded with Chet for the old gun I shot the skunk with. Cass worked Porter. Cass worked for Porter. Chet plowed at Coeggs, and Cap cultivated potatoes for Uncle Willard, and I Paris greened them in AM. Had a fine shower this PM, and tonight it is not cleared up. Not that they took a shower, it rained. That's, that's what he's saying here. Uh, Monday the 10th, at Buttons Camp, 8pm, a fair comfortable day. Cap went to Burlington and drew a load of lumber for the new railroad, and after, and afterward, High and Cass and Chet and I put a load of hay in the brick house barn for Cap to take to city tomorrow. Cass and Chet started at 3am for the lighthouse to get Cap, but Cap went to West Point and missed them. Chet went over to Island afterward with milk and then took two fellows to Grand Isle. He and I hoed popcorn after he came back. I mowed around the house this morning and had to quit on account of me old spells. I ate... It does not say that. I'll read this again. I mowed around the house this morning and had to quit on account of me of my old spells. I ate no dinner and but little supper... And I have a pleurisy pain in my right side now. Yesterday, two fellows, Albert and Harvey Rudder, from the city, came up on wheels for a boat to go fishing. I rode them to Johnson's Point and turned right back around and got back just in time to avoid a hard wind and rain, which lasted from 2 p.m. until sometime in the night. The boys and I held a council of war, freed our minds on some paint, and I guess felt better for it. I slept well anyhow and guess the others did. God, it sounds... It sounds... It, <laughs> ah, uh, uh, tongue's getting all tied up. It sounds like he's huffing paint. And I, I freed our minds on some paint. That's straight up what it sounds like. Um, Don't huff paint, Albert. That's what makes you feel old. That's why you feel so off all the time. Quit doing that. All right, back to it. 820. Missing... My mouth. 
My mouth is broken. It doesn't work. Why am I even doing a podcast? This is stupid. Let's try that again. 820. Mrs. McRae is here to see Cap about working up there. Cass is away, and Chet is snoring in bed, though Cap thinks he is away. Tuesday, July 11th, 8.20 p.m. A good day to work. Cloudy and cool. Paris greened Uncle Willard's potatoes. Old Mr. Porter asked me to go with him to see the raspberries. I picked a basket full, and the girls went down this p.m. and got six quarts more. Cap drew hay to city for Porter and drew lumber back for railroad. Hayrack broke and had to flip it with jack screws <coughs> and piles of lumber. Cass worked for Porter. Chet mowed for Barstow and raked his hay, and High and I got two loads of lumber on wagon box. Um, Chet went to Lighthouse 620. Big thunder shower about the time he must have got there. Hope he will get back tonight, but I still don't really expect him. Had to make pancakes for breakfast this morning. Tom Dunn came home with Cap and Cass tonight to board here. Last thing I ever expected. I haven't felt at all well today after the powwow I had yesterday. What was the powwow we had yesterday? No, that wasn't it. Sorry, I was going to say, well, was, yeah, it's because you're huffing paint. Don't huff paint, you stupid old man. <sighs> sorry, 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 Albert. Not wanting to be mean here. Wednesday the 12th. Cloudy and looking like rain all day, but got none. Chet cultivated the garden, and I hoed it in until noon, and squirted green on the potatoes. Squirted green? Uh, Cass worked for Porter. Cap took his load of railroad lumber from here this morning and drew it to railroad and worked there all day. Chet and I worked two hours for Barstow, drawing three loads of hay and then hoed popcorn until supper time. After Cass went up the street, Chet went to city on wheel. Cap piled my wood row and hoed two rows of my Delaware potatoes. Thursday the 13th, Buttons Camp. 8 p.m. Sorry, I had to take a drink of water there. 8 p.m. A fine day. Clouds and sunshine and a fine hay day. Cap worked all day with team for railroad. Cass worked nearly all day for Barstow mowing and raking, but hoed one row of popcorn and went early, 6 p.m., to Lighthouse and hasn't gotten back yet. I hoed one long row of string beans, all the cabbage, tomatoes, and three rows of popcorns. Paris greened my potatoes with a sprinkler and sawed three logs of wood and did several other things. Went out spooning for pickerel this evening, but had bad luck. Cass went to escort Geneva home. I am tired as a dog, even if I haven't done much. Oh, I helped Barstow an hour this p.m. I loaded a load of hay, the first in 30 years, I guess, but I nearly had a collapse when I tried to pitch it off. I don't think I ever could have finished it. I was glad when Mr. Barstow on, insisted on finishing it for me. I expected a letter from Wheeler of Brattleboro by today, f sure, but Bertha went to P.O. and it was not there. She brought home two pictures, however, that Brownell, that Brownell took some weeks ago of Chet and I dressing fish in front of the house. I must send one to my sister. Friday, the 14th. A fair day. Cap worked for railroad. Cass for Porter. Chet for Barstow all day. I fizzed potato bugs. 
That's that's what it says. I fizzed potato bugs, picked four quarts of raspberries, and worked hang for Barstow the rest of the day for six hours. Tom Dunn is back again tonight. Cass went to City this evening with Ned to get Chet's wheel fixed. Chet went to West Point with Milk and to get Cap's dinner pail holder. Mr. Stoned and friend caught 14 pike on Big Reef this morning. Before Chet got home, a big squall struck him off sugar bush. He pulled through it all right. He came home with a headache. Saturday the 15th. A good heyday. Chet raked scatterings for MB, and I helped him unload another load of hay about an hour. Chet mowed all Mr. Seymour's grass and got better at Uncle Rubus's uh, and rode to the point with the girls. And Cap worked for railroad an extra hour and went to Lighthouse. Grandpa came here at 6.48 p.m. and went to the point and to Lighthouse also. Cass went to City and got Chet's wheel fixed. Girls drove out and visited and I had all their work to do before I could have supper. I had a great talk with Tom Dunn in the evening. I mowed the question mark in the pasture. That's what's noted on there. I don't think he was doing crop circles. I think it's just uh, the middle schooler who transcribed this, as I've mentioned before. I just couldn't read cursive, which happens. Um... Oh, yeah, so he keeps mentioning his grandpa. I'm just going to go ahead and hazard a guess here and say that it might not be his grandpa. I think it's, like, the grandpa at Button's Camp. Like, just a lighthouse old man that everybody calls grandpa. Because, as far as I can tell, our friend Albert here is pretty old himself. And uh, doesn't really live too much longer than all this is... When all this is being written. <sighs> Either way, keep going. Sunday, July 16th. Rainy day. Got up at 4.20. And got breakfast and put up dinner for Dunn. Chet and I cleaned his bike. Cass slept and went up street in evening. Chet took milk to island. Grandpa and Cap came over at 5 p.m. And Cap went up street after team for railroad. Chet saw the two men he rode to GI the other day. Guess Tom has a new hiding place, and he has not come home yet. 8 p.m. What if Tom's dead? Oh, no. Probably not. Um, Monday the 17th. Cloudy and lowering. Half sun at times and showers toward evening. Cap worked on railroad. Chet took his team over to him and came back with the girls. We had a general cleaning up all around. I slicked up the dooryard and cut a load of wood. Um, but not for business. Just just cut a load of wood. Well, good on you, Albert. Cutting wood. It's a good time. Uh, and cleaned up around the barn. Chet went to city after grub and grain and mowed a while for Barstow and broke the machine. Cass hoed his potatoes and went up street with Chet's boat. Not home yet. 820. Tuesday, July 18th, a very comfortable day to work. Cap on railroad. Tom Dunn had a falling out with Gilfoy and quit, but is going to work for Stewart. 
He rode up with Chet this eve, and I gave him a cigar. And gave him a cigar. Albert didn't give it to him. Um, he shouldn't be smoking anyways. Huffing paint, smoking cigarettes. It's bad for you, Albert. You're going to end up dead. Uh, anyways. Cass went to Plattsburgh with the scoop. Chet mowed for Barstow an evening, and then he and I cleaned buckwheat, and High went up and sewed two pieces and raked hay for Mr. B. I helped Cap and Chet put cedar together and hoed potatoes till noon. After that, hoed popcorn, went over to Porter for sprinkler, but it was away. Chet went to Lighthouse, West Wind, Broken Oar. Wednesday, the 19th. Had a cool day, a cool day and cloudy. Not a first-class heyday. Cap worked for railroad. I went down after the team at 5 p.m., and he could go to Lighthouse. He had a good north breeze to row in, but I guess he got there all right. He carried over two quarts of red raspberries that I picked at Porter's. Chet went to City after pea green and hen food. Um, I'm guessing that's Paris green that they've been putting on their potatoes. Uh, Chet went to City after Parish Green and Hen Food, and them went to Coags and plowed and sowed buckwheat for his day's work and went away on his wheel this evening. What the fuck is his wheel? They keep saying that. Like, are they... I'm just really just imagining that they're riding unicycles. Like, they're all just riding around on, like, one wheels. Um, I mean, to be honest, it's pretty funny to me. It's it's a it's a really humorous image. Cap has not returned from Plattsburgh. I started this morning by settle by setting out cabbage plants and weeding carrots. Then I collected two quarts of bugs from Cap's potatoes. Smoking cigars, huffing paint, collecting bugs. What are you doing, Albert? Uh, after that. Myrtle and I went over to Porter's and picked two full lard pails full of berries, eight quarts certain. Then I sprayed potatoes and helped Mr. Barstow mow away a load of hay. Went after the team in South Beach, came home at my supper, berries and bread and milk, and they all drowned the chickens out of the dog box and into the coops, and Bertha hitched up Jehoshaphat and she and Myrtle and I rode out for our elves as far as Mr. Blank Space. They drown out the chickens out of the dog's box. Okay. It is now 9 o'clock. Cold as blazes and I am awfully sleepy. I am going to bed. Thursday the 20th. A good day. Cap on railroad. Chet took team over to him. Mowed for Barstow and raked his hay. Mowed the little orchard near Pigpen. Cass came this evening from Plattsburgh. Chet worked for Barstow four hours. I worked for Barstow one hour, twenty minutes. I weed carrots, hoed potatoes, worked for Bardstow, and Paris greened potatoes. Had a warm breakfast yesterday morning and warm supper tonight and cracker and milk between times. The picnic was late, 
and got here this eve. Friday, the 21st, Buttons Camp. Showery and rainy by spells all day, though the rain only came in p.m. Cap on railroad, drew 16-foot sticks from Hines. Cass all around, worked part of p.m. at Warner at Warner's Hoeing. Chet harrowed with B, which A.M., and helped cop draw lumber, p.m., I set out cabbage and turnip plant, hoed cabbage first, sling beans, and pull corn. Cass bought sausage for dinner, and we had codfish, too. A good old dinner and a good supper, about same time with nice warm johnny cake, something quite unusual of late. My letter, written Wednesday night to R.T. Wheeler, second letter, has not gone yet, I see. Saturday, the 22nd, Capon Railroad, Chet cultivated Willard's potatoes and harrowed the captain's knotgrass. Uh, Cass worked at Warner's, I hoed in the garden, sawed wood, and did various things. Made an evener, for one thing. Cap uh, expected a Cap to go to Lighthouse with girls, but he sent Chet over from the point with them and came home himself with Chet. That, of course, spoiled Chet's trip to City on his wheel with Bert and my going up to Uncle Rubus this evening. Still, I imagine when they say on his wheel that straight up they're just talking about a dude on a unicycle and like imagine like circus music or like yakety sax, just riding around. And it's all like just slightly sped up like Benny Hill style. I get down on it. Now, if you'd excuse me for a moment, I'm going to go make and eat a quesadilla. about right sunday the 23rd a pleasant day cap and chet both on railroad nearly all day with both teams drawing rails from boat to shore cass and i drove up to hines and i ate breakfast again we went to p.o got two papers called it smallies and then went to uncle rubus for butter cass came home on foot and i followed with possum later Walked home to Point to bring Cap's team home, but he and Chet had to work this p.m., and I walked back here, got feed for men and horses, and drove back in a hurry. When the boat was unloaded, Cap went to Lighthouse, and Cap and Tom Liberty and I drove the team home. Chet had to carry milk to Lighthouse this evening, and Cass went up street. I went fishing and got nothing as usual. The devils ate up all my string beans, and I only got a spoonful. Never mind, they liked them, and I didn't care for them much. <laughs> Mailed a letter to R.H. Wheeler. 
Monday the 24th, a hot day, cap on railroad. Chet and I ground scythe, and a fellow came for Chet's team. He took it about 10 a.m., and at noon he sent for Chet to drive. He worked till 6, half a day. I Paris greened part of Willard's potatoes with the fizzer, and I had to mend three holes, though, first. Hoed some at ends of rows, mowed some grass round orchard, turned hay and raked it and cocked it, and went after berries at Heinz. Had quite a sick spell after eating supper and had to leave the table, but was all right in two or three minutes after getting out into the open air. Chet has gone to the lighthouse this evening with 30 quarts of red raspberries, milk, etc. Drove up to the post office. No mail. Tuesday the 25th. A fine day, but hot. Showers toward evening. Cap drying rails on railroad. Chet drying blacksmith coal from city and lies for railroad. Cast left for Plattsburgh to fight the Hottentots. What? Hold on. All right, sorry, I'm back. I just had to look that up. So best I can find, um, the Hottentots is a term used to describe indigenous peoples, but it's mostly used by the Dutch in South Africa. Um, So I don't know what South African indigenous peoples are doing in Plattsburgh, New New York, but apparently Cass went off to fight them. Back to it. I finished hoeing and spraying Willard's potatoes. Hoed squash and tomato job in hay, sowed wood, and see, and see. Porter put three loads of hay in the barn this p.m. Mrs. Smalley, Geneva, and Chet, and Ruth are here this evening. Wednesday the 26th. Looked like rain in morning, and so wheeled in eight loads of hay and cleaned up scatterings all around. Cap and Chet on railroad all day. Chet came home at 5.20 with a two-horse load of... I'm just reading what's on the page here. It says niggers. So I'm going to start that from the top. Don't be shocked. Like I said, I read this word for word. Some poor middle school kid had to transcribe this. How do you think he felt? Chet came home at 5.20 with a two-horse load of niggers for the brick house. He got 22 bundles straw at Barstow for them, and Chet took it down on Horstow's hay rack, five cents per bundle. Cap and Chet went to Lighthouse this eve. Flour, new potatoes, and a pail of cherries. Cass came home from Plattsburgh with an acquaintance by name of Button, who, like Cap, was debarred from enlisting in the army in account of his eyes. They took supper here and went up street this eve and have not yet returned. 9.20 p.m. I got up at 4.20 a.m. Helped do chores as usual. 
wheeled in hay, hoed beets, went up to Uncle Rubus after ten pound tub of butter, but he had sold it, so I got two pounds in a pail and told him to sour ten pounds for us right off. Stopped at post office and got mail for campers on Laws Island and a paper for Barstow and our paper. Stopped at Heinz a few minutes and I got home about 1 p.m. Ate dinner, hoed in garden, went fishing an hour and tinkered around till chore time. After supper, I took another drive up to Heinz to have him come down in morning with tool to work on railroad. Girls helped me feed horses and everything and see everything safer. Thursday the 27th, quite warm, showers, light in morning, but a good heyday on the whole. Cap and Chet all day on railroad, Cass and Button put picking berries and hoeing. I mowed west patch of barley of Uncle Willard and sod wood, blistered my hand. Myrtle mad because I wailed f- the dog for barking. Don't care a darn. You should care, Albert. Don't hit the dog. Don't huff paint. Yeah, smoking cigars is probably not good either. God, it is. He's like slowly just turning into an episode of It's Always Sunny. Just huffing paint, kicking dogs. Friday, July 28th. Another hot day and dry. Cap and Chet on railroad all day. I went to city with Possum and got five pounds feed at Madigan's on North Street, Chet's wheel at Bendy Stable on Cherry Street, and one dollar worth of sugar at Van Nuys on Church Street. Got home about 1 p.m., mowed barley from 3 to 6 p.m., one of the darkies rode with me from four corners. <laughs> I'm sorry. <sighs> I'm sorry. It's it's just It's funny how ignorant people are. Does that make sense? And it's it's shocking. Is what it is. It's like a shocking laugh. One of the darkies. Oh boy. Oh boy, calm down there, Albert. Kicking dogs, being racist, huffing paint. Damn. One of the darkies rode with me from Four Corners, bought a Cosmopolitan and a Republican and Globe. All right, y'all. Well, that's the episode. You got to listen to Albert be just a little racist. And otherwise talking about really nothing in particular. Because that's what it's about. Thanks for listening to me. Thanks for coming back. Gonna give a big shout out to, as always, Widowmaker. Let me use some of their really old material. Just giving them props. Thanks, guys. You make good stuff. Also... They just dropped a new record. You should check them out on Instagram. Uh, I think they're either on there as Widowmaker or Widowmaker Beats. Check that out. Go nab a copy. Dope guys, they make good music. Other than that, Facebook page, leave me a review. 
Until next time, goodbye. <laughs>